Welcome back to another episode of Minds of Medicine. As always, I'm Sonny. We're covering this week in healthcare news so that you can stay on top of what's going on in the healthcare world. Let us do the reading for you. You just listen. Today I sit down with my co-host, Dr. Eric Scott, and we discuss gut health on TikTok, why Vanderbilt is investing in malls, and one of our favorite health tech companies. Enjoy, and we hope you learned something. are back and we're gonna start this episode off like we start every episode off with what are we drinking all right so no alcohol today but we are drinking body armor and body armor is just really good drink to have while you're in the or chronically dehydrated quick quick thing to grab keep it in the fridge yeah it has honestly been so hard to drink water while i'm at the hospital and stay hydrated so things like body armor, the only reason that kind of get me through the day. Right. It's almost impossible to stay hydrated. But yeah. Yeah. between the mass and the hours, and you don't want to drink too much water because you don't want to have to use the bathroom in the middle of the OR. Especially in the OR in a long case. Yeah. Um, and this isn't an ad. We genuinely, like, if you look um, in our fridge, it's, it's body armor. It's body armor. <laughs> so we're not getting paid by them. But yet. we love them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but so we're going to start off with our first story. And, you know, I'm, it's, it's going to actually be about real estate and malls. Huh. Sounds like the old Sunny. <laughs> it sounds like the one. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> the thing that has nothing to do with healthcare. But actually, um, it is, you know, health systems like Vanderbilt and previously MUSC kind of started all this. They've been investing in spaces such as malls to have physical expansions of their medical centers. Interesting. So instead of paying for medical center property, they're renting spaces in malls where more people probably frequent, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, instead of building these mega campuses, you're really distributing your locations across a city, a town, a state. And these malls are already built real estate that you can utilize in those ways. I mean, think about it. Malls are strategically built in locations that the masses can go to easy, right? Mm-hmm. Easy access. Um, buses go there. Um, many buses usually go to malls. They have like bus centers that stop at a mall. Yeah. So I mean that makes sense with the with the access to care, and just providing more access to care. And the thing that I don't think a lot of people think about is when they're going to a hospital is parking. Right. Right. Because I often think about that as far as you know where. Depending on where the mall, where the mall is, excuse me, depending on where the hospital is, it could be downtown. Yep. Where are you going to park? <laughs> Who knows? But I think this is an incredible expansion in the physical front. But there's also another front that a lot of institutions and health systems need to start exploring. And it's the digital space. And it's a good thing that you mentioned that, Sunny, because the digital space is growing, mm-hmm. right? And you think about the digital space with healthcare, you start to think about social media as well, from Twitter to TikTok uh, to Instagram and going back to TikTok, because we can't talk without saying TikTok, gut right. talk. What What is gut talk? Gut talk. Uh, over 400 million views for the hashtag gut talk. What? 
gut talk is a thing, man. So essentially, people are talking about things that create a better internal environment for your gut. So for people who, like, let's say, have Crohn's, but then also just people who want to feel better on the inside, people are making videos saying like, hey, you know, do this and drink this remedy or um, think about these smoothies and then boom, better gut health. So the problem with, I think, a lot of this content, it seems like, who do you know who's credible and who's not? And that's the great point because I don't know who Joe Schmo is who's on this video saying, go ahead and squeeze some lemon juice, put some sugar in it, some ginger and some garlic, and then you're great. No more IBS. No more GI cancers. Oh my God. So it, it's just, you got to be really careful and take things with a grain of salt. And that's going back to our point of who's credible. Doctors should be in, should be in this space. Mm. These videos should be made by medical professionals, right? I mean, just the amount of views that these videos are amassing shows you that there's interest in this type of content and that people are hungry to learn more. I mean, especially it sounds like about your own gut health and how to optimize right. that. And it just means that physicians need to be in those spaces to help direct, orchestrate, and also validate some of this content. Exactly. We have to be in those spaces, not just to educate the populace, but also to protect the populace. Exactly. We have to protect people from things that may be um, dangerous to them as well. Medicine is changing. The reality is that the medicine of 30 years ago where people would come to a clinic and surely get their health advice from there, that's not what today is like and that's not what the future is going to be like. There's always going to be content platforms. And as long as there are content platforms, there need to be physician leaders that are on those platforms. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And, you know, kind of continuing on to the topic of digital health, there's this company that I really want to share with you. It's called Bioformis. So what's Bioformis about? So it is, they actually just closed a $300 million round at a $1.3 billion valuation. I feel like we only speak in millions and billions. I mean, one day, hopefully that is the funding round for one of our (laughs) and then we'll just go missing for a little (laughs) Um, we really do especially with that healthcare space especially startup private sector healthcare space VCs are throwing money Um, and kind of going back to what Bioformis is so it is a software company that utilizes AI to uh, allow continuous monitoring of um, patient data through wearables um, and okay. other technologies that they're using and give physicians and the patient's health provider team a full snap or a full shot of what's going on with anal- analyzed data. Okay, so essentially, instead of giving me a ton of data as a physician, this uh, Bioformis has a machine learning program mm-hmm. that synthesizes all this data from wearable devices and then tells me what this means Mm -hmm. so I don't have to think yep and right now they're focusing on cardiac care so that seems to be exactly and it seems to be the entry point for a lot of these health startup companies I mean you look at your Apple watch right the EKG reading the notification that you'll get is hey your rhythm's AFib right right Right. Um, and that seems to be a lot like a good entry point for a lot of these health startups it's huge. It's big, especially for even for heart surgery. I mean, a third of our patients have a fit post-op. Yeah. And so what I love that the CEO called the, and the founder, he's also the founder, has done is he's created a software that integrates with 70 plus wearables. It's not a hardware and software company. 
It is a software company Very nice. that is to the masses. Yeah. So it's a, essentially a, this is something that someone who has an Apple Watch, a Fitbit, or any t- type of device essentially can use and be monitored. And, thing that, and that's awesome. the whole concept is, you know, to expand that health data um, and outreach to and, patients everywhere. And, you know, Sonny, the good thing about this is the fact that when we see patients in the clinic, it's a snapshot. Mm-hmm. So we see them, they say, oh, this is their blood pressure. Uh, and then six months ago or a year ago, this is their blood pressure then. Now we can continuously monitor and say this is the average of what they're looking like. And then we can tailor medicines better. Yep. And it allows you to focus more on preventative measures. And, you know, we talked about this a little before recording the episode. It also potentially opens a door for a global health system. Exactly. You know, there's no more need, especially with the emergency telehealth, there's no more full need to be seen by a physician in your own practice or in your area. If you're having continuous data monitoring, there's no need to have someone put a stethoscope to your heart. You know, you can be seen by anyone in the in the world. Yeah, maybe so. Mars soon. Whew. I mean, right now the focus is on Elon Musk buying <laughs> Twitter, uh, but it sounds like Mars is still the goal. Mars is it? Uh, well, that wraps up our episode for the day. We appreciate all of you listening. Um, and be sure to check out our social channels on check us out. TikTok. We are at Medical Clips. And Where on, else? And on Instagram, we are uh, at Minds of Med. All right. Till next time. Drink body armor. <laughs> hey, body armor is crack. We hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, let us know. We always appreciate all the shares on social media, so keep those coming. Until next time. <laughs>